Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, certified habit coach, wife, stepmom, and former physician assistant. I help career women finally break free from their unhealthy eating habits. If you're ready to start feeling your best, then I can show you how. Let's go. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for being here with me today. So many women have difficulty with keeping weight off after they've put in a lot of effort to lose weight in the first place, which is why I want to dedicate today's episode to talking about a few things that will really help you to keep the weight off when you're trying to lose weight. I just want to quickly mention that at the end of this episode, I'll tell you about a new free feature that I'm offering on my website that I really think you'll want to take advantage of while it's up. It won't be around for super long though, so stick around to the end of the episode and I'll tell you a little bit about it. All right, so in this episode, I want to start out by addressing what goes on with your thoughts when you can't keep the weight off, because this is going to affect your emotions. It will also affect your actions going forward. I also want to touch on what exactly happens to your body physically when you lose weight over and over again, only to gain it back over and over again, and the negative effects it can have long term if you keep going back and forth like this. I also, of course, want to get into why you can't keep the weight off if you are having difficulty with this, and also what to do to make it much more likely to have sustainable weight loss. Sustainable weight loss is the kind of weight loss that can prevent all of these negative things that I will touch on today that you may have already experienced yourself. So I first just want to start out by asking you a question. If you tried to lose weight before, which I'm guessing that you have if you are listening to this episode today, what thought or thoughts did you have if you did gain some or all of the weight back, or perhaps even gained more weight back than you lost originally? I'm guessing that they were mostly negative or self-critical thoughts that left you feeling negative emotions like frustrated, maybe a lack of confidence, maybe even exasperation. If you experienced negative thoughts that led to negative feelings or emotions, it's possible you may have been motivated to attempt to lose weight again, trying something different than what you did in a previous attempt. However, I'm guessing it was more likely that your thoughts about gaining the weight back left you feeling unmotivated to try again. This is one of the main challenges that I really wanted to address first because it is probably the most important one to address. It's only natural to feel those negative emotions after you've put in so much effort to lose weight and then you find that you fail to keep it off. Unfortunately, those negative emotions typically will cause you to feel unmotivated to try again, or if you do feel motivated to try again, it is always in the back of your mind that there's likely a chance that you won't be able to keep the weight off. That's just how the human brain works. This is because your brain has already gathered some past evidence that you weren't able to keep the weight off. 
because of your past experience. So it remembers that. Therefore, going forward, it takes this past evidence and really focuses on it, which does put up somewhat of a roadblock for you when you do try to attempt to lose weight again. It's like your brain is in the background saying, you've already done this before and you know the results, so why are you doing it again? I just want to let you in on a little secret though. The human brain isn't always correct. Your brain loves to, quote, play it safe and sort of take the easier route. It also really likes pleasurable things, and typically the process of weight loss isn't always the most pleasurable experience and can sometimes even be uncomfortable. Your brain really also likes to avoid discomfort. It also loves to conserve energy and the actions that are taken during an attempt to lose weight typically require some amount of effort, right? At least some mental, emotional, and usually some physical effort as well. You may have heard of the motivational triad, which really was defined by Dr. Lyle and Dr. Goldhamer. The motivational triad is comprised of the three main things that assist with keeping humans and animals alive. The motivational triad explains a lot of our actions as humans as well. The motivational triad consists of seeking pleasure, avoiding pain or discomfort or danger, and conserving energy. So these three things are really necessary for our survival as a species, and of course for the survival of other species. So the motivational triad actually comes into play with your brain's stance in regard to trying to lose weight again despite being unable to keep it off in the past. Your brain would rather avoid the discomfort of the actual weight loss efforts plus the discomfort of the negative thoughts and feelings that can result from quote-unquote failing. Your brain would also rather conserve energy by not putting in the effort to try to lose weight again, right? When you have an experience where you lose weight but gain some or all of the weight back, your brain is then validated by the past evidence of not being able to keep the weight off. Therefore, it is going to try to convince you to not try again with negative thoughts that lead to negative feelings that typically aren't great drivers to continue with your efforts. So that's why you'll tend to have these negative thoughts. It's because your brain is kind of trying to discourage you from going through this uncomfortable process again. That brings me to the next piece that I wanted to discuss, which is the emotions that can occur when you can't keep the weight off and how these really play a part in your future actions and results going forward. So as you just heard me mention, some negative feelings can be created from the negative thoughts that come about with gaining the weight back. What I mean by negative feelings or emotions is basically any emotion that doesn't feel good to you. For example, sadness, irritation, anger, confusion, guilt. When you experience a negative emotion, 
The normal human reaction is to try to get this negative emotion to go away. That's because of that motivational triad again. You're trying to avoid discomfort and that negative emotion is uncomfortable. Unfortunately, negative emotions also really heavily influence your next actions. For example, think about a time when you may have gotten angry when someone cut you off on the highway. As a result, did you do something like smile and wave or was it something more like honk the horn, maybe grip the steering wheel and kind of tense up or maybe even call them a name under your breath? I'm guessing most likely you didn't smile sweetly and wave at them. I know I certainly wouldn't automatically do that as my reaction. So the same thing happens with many other scenarios or circumstances that you experience personally. This certainly doesn't exclude a negative feeling that occurs when you gain the 10 pounds back out of the 12 that you recently lost. Or even if you only gained five pounds back of the 20 that you recently lost, neither of these are really the result that you had planned for or desired or sort of anticipated at the start of your weight loss journey. Therefore, you're going to tend to have some negative thoughts and negative feelings about these results. Depending on how much weight was gained back, the degree of negative thoughts and feelings can certainly vary. Now, sometimes you can bounce back with a negative emotion such as frustration or anger and be motivated to attempt again just to quote unquote prove to yourself or to someone else that you can do it. If you've ever had this happen to you, though, and you do attempt again and fail again, did you likely feel like you wanted to attempt yet again? Most likely not. And I just want to mention that's not due to any fault of yours. That's just how your human brain works. It wants to prevent that discomfort of going through all of that again. It thinks it's trying to protect you. Your brain believes it's doing what's best for you. So really, it's just kind of doing its job, right? So besides the negative feeling or emotion not exactly promoting or providing any motivation to do another attempt at weight loss, there's something else negative that results. What also happens is when you get stuck in that negative emotion that occurs when you can't keep the weight off, it prevents you from really being able to think about some other options that you might be able to try instead. When you're so caught up in the negative thoughts and negative feelings you're experiencing, you're less likely to be spending your mental energy thinking about what things you might be able to try next that you haven't tried or thinking about why you may not have been able to keep the weight off and then making a change from there. I recently experienced this myself, not with anything food related, but something in my business. I was so stuck in a feeling of frustration that it was blocking me from being able to think of more options to try. Once someone pointed this out to me, I was able to get out of that frustration and into a more curious mindset. 
I was able to start brainstorming a list of things to try and what do you know, the second thing on the list ended up being the winner. So let's get out of the mind a little and talk about what happens physically to your body when you can't keep the weight off. So just to get a little bit sciencey for a moment, your body is an amazing thing that is regulating itself constantly. It is always trying to be in a steady state, which is called homeostasis. This just means that your body is working constantly to keep everything functioning nicely. For example, it works to maintain stable temperatures, regulate your hormones, balance electrolytes, even keep oxygen levels sufficient and regulate hunger. The primary portion of the brain that is involved in homeostasis is the hypothalamus. Your hypothalamus also happens to be very much involved with hunger and metabolism, which obviously play a large part in your body weight and body composition. And by body composition, I mean the percentages of body fat and muscle that you have. Because your brain, specifically the hypothalamus, is focused on homeostasis, it doesn't love drastic changes. That actually makes sense when you think about it, right? Drastic changes are going to quote unquote throw off the system. Your brain and body are going to have to work harder to achieve that homeostasis. We already know that your brain loves to conserve energy. So if you attempt to lose weight, by making really large or even drastic changes with the amount of calories you're consuming or burning, your brain and body are not going to like that very much. It may be physically uncomfortable for you, causing symptoms like headaches, weakness, maybe fatigue, or even just being in that discomfort of being overly hungry all the time or much of the time. And of course, your brain does not like these drastic changes either. It has done quite well thus far, so anything drastic that it has to work harder at, it is not going to be in favor of when it comes to regulating things. It's going to try to continue to maintain what you had going before. So essentially, without getting into all the little physiologic details, if you make really drastic changes to try to lose weight, your brain and body have a much more difficult time regulating, and the system that had been working fairly well before is quote-unquote thrown off a bit. This unfortunately all leads to a higher likelihood of gaining the weight back, and sometimes even gaining more weight than you originally lost in the first place. When this occurs over and over again, as it often does with many fad diets, your brain and body have a harder time with this regulation and it gets messy. When you make much smaller changes to your eating behaviors and even exercise behaviors, your brain is much happier, so to speak. It doesn't have to adjust to such drastic changes. It's easier for it to regulate your metabolism in a healthy way. It's easier to keep the weight off when you're trying to lose weight. When weight loss efforts are slow and deliberate, 
it's much easier for your hypothalamus to handle everything that is involved in weight loss, such as hunger signals, metabolism, hormones, all the things. And then just a side note, just in case you're interested, some of the main players with the hormones that are involved in weight management are insulin, leptin, and ghrelin. These things kind of all um, help with the metabolism and the hunger signals and also your blood sugar levels, and then certainly, of course, all playing a part in weight management. So this brings me to the next thing I wanted to answer for you, why you may not be able to keep the weight off. One of the reasons is that, as you may have guessed, just based on what I just discussed, is that the changes you're making to your calorie intake or number of calories burned is too large of a change. Part of the reason is the physiologic aspect of it, meaning what's actually happening in your body regarding your body processes, which is that whole regulatory process involving the hypothalamus. Also, large changes are really uncomfortable for your body sensation-wise. Often, when you're trying to lose weight, People are limiting their calorie intake so they can burn more than they consume, which is what must occur to lose weight, of course. When you are severely limiting your intake of calories, though, especially compared to what you're used to, you are most likely going to experience lots of physical discomfort. Physical discomfort like the stomach grumbling, maybe some nausea, some headaches, feeling of weakness, shakiness, fatigue, maybe even getting irritable more quickly. Thinking about that motivational triad again, your brain doesn't like discomfort, right? So it's not going to likely want to continue what you're doing because of all that discomfort. It would be much more pleasurable to just go back to overeating or eating lots of sugary foods, right? Well, same thing goes for you if you are exercising substantially more to burn more calories than what you're used to. This is a lot of physical work for your body, and your body likes to conserve energy. It may also be really physically uncomfortable to get all that exercise in, making your brain want to quit. So you may start out with enough willpower to exercise way more than what you're used to. However, this will not last. Also, whenever you exercise significantly, your body is going to be more hungry. This is because of the hypothalamus again. The hypothalamus is used to regulating your hunger levels with the amount of calories you're burning. So if you're exercising more, the hypothalamus will think, hey, I need to signal to her that she needs to eat more calories, and it'll start that chain reaction that needs to occur to enable this. If you use willpower to resist those hunger signals or cravings, you'll be restricting yourself from a significant amount of calories that your brain and your body feels it needs, and you'll likely be really uncomfortable. This means your brain isn't going to be too happy with you. 
Or what also happens is because you're so hungry after all of the exercise every day in an attempt to burn hundreds of more calories than you're used to, you will end up eating most or all of those calories back or sometimes even overeating, which is definitely going to be a topic for another podcast episode. So what should you think about doing instead when you can't keep the weight off after trying one time or trying multiple times? A much more effective and healthy way to go about losing weight is to make small changes that your brain and body will like much better. It can certainly take a longer period of time to see the results when you're making smaller, gradual changes. However, since that time is going to pass by anyway, you're really not losing anything, right? Time passes regardless of if you're doing a 30-day fad diet to lose 10 pounds versus making true or making eating behavior changes that lead to better eating habits. When you lose weight, then gain it back, then lose it again with another fad diet, then gain it back, you end up truly losing all that time, right? Because you really have not made any gains. Contrast that with slowly making eating behavior changes as well as changes with your mindset that will lead to healthier eating habits. Sustainable weight loss is way more likely to occur if you are wanting to lose weight, of course. Now, you may find that a certain detox diet or fad diet works for you short term, but I challenge you to answer the question, has it worked for you long term or are you still in that weight loss battle? When you are patient with weight loss and look at it as a lifestyle change, more specifically eating behavior, eating habit change, you're seeing the bigger picture and also are more likely to enjoy the process along the way. If you start to get a little bit graspy or rushed with trying to lose a large amount of weight in a certain period of time, usually a short period of time, such as a month or two, you're more likely to not be able to keep the weight off. Then you'll experience those negative thoughts and feelings as a result of not being able to keep the weight off. So Another reason why you may find that you can't keep the weight off is that whole willpower thing. If you haven't listened to the episode titled Willpower and Your Thoughts, which is episode number two, then definitely go back and listen to that one as I get very in-depth with this topic. You can also find a link to that episode on the episode page under the Related Episodes section. Willpower is something that everyone has. Unfortunately, it is temporary, partly because it requires way too much mental effort and is just too uncomfortable to sustain long term. Remember, your brain likes to conserve energy and avoid discomfort or pain, right? So willpower may help you to significantly decrease your calorie consumption or significantly increase the number of calories burned via exercising at first, but it won't last. 
Instead, you must change your thoughts from those negative ones to positive ones so they generate feelings that are highly motivating rather than feelings that are demotivating or unmotivating, whatever the correct terminology is. As you learned earlier, those motivating feelings, which are going to be positive emotions, are going to help you to keep going despite any challenges that get in the way. They'll motivate you to assess what you're doing and make any changes that are necessary. They'll motivate you to actually find some enjoyment in the process rather than thinking it's this massive chore. They'll also help to keep you looking towards your results rather than at any past evidence of failure. So you see how powerful those positive thoughts can be? They end up producing positive emotions which end up being the driving force that leads to the results that you want. So to summarize, When you can't keep the weight off while trying to lose weight, make some small changes that are way more comfortable and think of some thoughts you can have that are positive and will help you along the way. And if you aren't getting the results you want, then don't let negative feelings get in the way of being able to think of some new things to try or to seek out help. You absolutely can lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. You just have to look at all the things, your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. And if you need help, that's what I'm here for. Thanks so much for listening today. If you're struggling with something specific with your eating habits, then try out the new free feature I have on my website. It's called Ask Kate Anything. You can submit a specific question or challenge that you're having, and I'll respond back with a paragraph or two response to help you out. It's a taste of what written coaching is like, and it's nice because you'll have it forever so you can refer back to it if you need to. It's completely private. It's just via email. You can go to katemjohnston.com forward slash ask dash Kate, or you can find it under the show resources on the episode page for this episode. So take advantage of that. And I'm looking forward to helping you out with this super convenient and free written coaching feature. Take care and I'll talk with you soon. If you're ready to turn your eating habits around for good, then I want to personally invite you to join me inside Eating Habit Overhaul, my program for career women who want to finally break their bad eating habits simply and sustainably. To learn more, head on over to katemjohnston.com forward slash eating dash habit dash overhaul.